the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio as we follow up uh, Garden Talk Radio. I understand y'all were talking lots of plants. It's good stuff. I listened on the way in. And it was quite a dewy morning this morning. A little bit of rain here and there. I was surprised. So your plants will probably be happy if they're outside. If they're inside, not so much. Uh, I'm going to report. I forgot to tell them um, my Ming plant's doing well. Right. Watering it once a week. It hasn't died yet. We'll see. I got some construction going on in my house, though. They ripped the kitchen out. We'll see if the dust upsets the plant. So we'll go from there. What do you think, Brendan? Will it survive? I think it will, oh. especially if coming from those guys, you know. So Yeah, well, hard. they told me what to not do, too, at this time to kill it. So <laughs> to not kill it. So I think we're doing well. It's it, lo- it looks good. I check it out every day, and I water it like they told me. So anyway, it's it's a happy plant. Have you named it yet? What? Have you named your plant yet or no? What? Have you named your plant? You yet? name plants sometimes. Oh, I didn't know that. No, uh-huh. I, I maybe that's why the first one died. Does, I know. My, my wife does that. If so. you name them, you tend to talk to them more, and they like the oxygen or the <laughs> carbon monoxide. Just saying. <laughs> I got no time to be talking to my plants, man. <laughs> I really don't. Well, and I walk by them on the way out, like, "Go, oh, you're looking good." I don't know about you, but sometimes you get better conversation out of a plant than you do people. Oh, Just listen, saying, we're not going to go down that road. <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you say that? That's not cool. Because you're sitting directly across from me. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the only thing you got to look at besides that is a wall behind me. It says KCBQ. I know where I'm at now. <laughs> you do. Hey, if you were to do the call thing, you could you could see it really well. It's big on the wall. You could say, you know what? Thanks for uh, tuning in to KCBQ 1170 AM and 96.1 FM. In big, bold, white letters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so you don't forget where you are. It's probably for our good friend Dave. He sits over there, doesn't he? When he was, so he can look at the wall. He's got a mirror. He's, he sits where you're sitting. Oh, I figured that actually. Yeah. Since he's the host of his show. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Uh, as uh, always, we're starting off here with a, a little a gigging of of the other host and and shows on on the channel. It's always fun to talk about everybody else, right, Brendan? I don't. It, yeah. I guess, I mean, I, I like talking about cars. Oh, we so. love them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. So it's all good. And uh, we were just watching our good friend Dave Stahl was on a, on a KUSI News up here above us. So every now and then I get to see him pop on there. And uh, But I guess there's an Ironman triathlon going on this morning. So, man, and it looks like there's an awful lot of people running in that thing. Do you think anyone's... Is that not at the harbor? Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, Oceanside. So. Oceanside, yeah. I was going to say, do you think any of them are right now listening to Auto Talk and like, oh, they're shouting us out right now? <laughs> no, because oh. they're just coming off of the swim, it looks like, and headed down to... And, and the reason I said there's a lot of people in this triathlon, they have all these guys staged out all their bike areas with their clothes laid out because there's people that help them, obviously, lay out all their stuff. So yeah. they And they start taking off their wetsuits as they're coming out of the water so they can get changed up. <laughs> but it looks like there's like 200 setups of bikes there. So that's like a lot of people running this thing. I, they're running across that parking lot. And all I think is because they're in bare feet. <laughs> you, ever, you know what? When I run, I always step on a pebble when I'm running like that. <laughs> I'm so, waiting for somebody to grab their foot, start hopping along. Well, I'm sure the people there they clear the path. See, see, see that rubber path that they're running on. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to say that. Go, ow, 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 ow. Well, they prepare for these guys to come for this thing, so it's quite a quite it's quite a big thing. I think. Uh, I have a couple of funny stories. Uh, I used you to ran in a triathlon. No, I did not. Unfortunately, okay. I uh, was up in Washington. And I, w- I went to go see the triathlon for fun. And guess who of all people I saw there running it was Gordon Ramsay, the chef. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, He's a so- triathlon guy. I, I, I did not know that. Well, all I remember, though, is uh, he was coming out of the – I saw him coming out of the swimming area. And this, uh, where the swimming area is, there's a bunch of sand, and he's trying to run uh, to get to his next event. And next thing you know, he falls down uh, right in front of me. And he goes, bloody hell. <laughs> and uh, what else was there? Oh, and uh, one time I volunteered to help out pass water for a marathon run. And guess who grabbed a cup for me? Who? I am so happy about this. Drew Carey. I really? Was, yeah. He's a was, character. This was when he was trying to lose all that weight uh, the first time. Yeah, he's so. he's the host of uh, The Price is Right Now, and he, he gained it back. Yeah, I saw that. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Still, it was But really good cool. for him. Yeah. You well, know, so, but no, I have a question. Gordon Ramsay, does he run triathlons all the time? Did he used to? I, or, I or was, it, no, how I do you think up. he stays skinny, bro? Yeah, I that have to say. Dude makes the best food in the world. <laughs> no, but but he. I'm, I'm, my question is... Is that something he does all the time? He could work out all the time and not run triathlons. My question is, is that something he does all the time or no? I looked it up, and it is. It's oh, okay. something that he does quite often. I just oh, well. didn't know he was doing it in Washington. So he's a triathlete, and he likes doing that, obviously. Exactly. Very yeah. cool. Good for him, man. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Hey, you got to find some way to keep yourself healthy. I was healthy, trying to just like... how he stayed skinny. Because he, he loves to eat, dude. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. You know Pretty sure he doesn't eat everything he cooks. You know what he says his, best, his favorite guilty pleasure is? Is in and out Oh, okay. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, I remember he said something about like him doing a one month long vegetarian diet too. So maybe he does like certain like small little diets. In sure he does. But sure. He anyways, does. that's another thing entirely today. Totally. So like your, you, you take care of your vehicle and have it serviced and repaired regularly. You must maintain your body too. So remember if you just like you put junky oil in your car, you'll have issues. You put junky food in you, you might have issues. So therefore, therefore, that's how I, um, I attribute this to Auto Talk Radio. That is your lesson for staying fit. I wish I had like the more you know theme song right now going on, but, but I don't, you don't. Sorry. Yeah, I don't have that it's all good. Anyway, folks, we are talking automobiles this morning because that is what we know. Uh, everything else is just a little scuttlebutt. Uh, so, uh, but uh, give us a call here one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related, we are happy happy to talk to you about today. Um, as we jump into the show, uh, like I said, just give us a call one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Um, couple things got some good automotive news this uh, um, this uh, week. So cool stuff. Let's see. I got one, uh, and I got? have a question to follow it up with. Okay. Uh, so they just passed, uh, saying that in 2026, brand new cars from that point on must have a mile per gallon of 40 miles or more, and uh, that's going to okay. be increasing by 28. Is uh, that for California gallon. only, or is that uh, I think that's nationwide. a nationwide thing, but don't quote me on it. I'll look that up again. What? But my question to you is: Does that mean it's going to lead to weaker motors, possibly? No. Or no, it's supposed to be stronger motors, the more miles per gallon then or Well, when you we are getting a lot more performance out of vehicles that are getting even better gas mileage. Like the brand new Ranger that I bought gets really good gas mileage, like twenty eight miles to the gallon and it's four cylinder with a turbo and it it has more power than my five uh, uh four liter Triton did in, in my ninety seven F two fifty, right? Yeah. I mean it does. So but it gets better gas mileage too. So as as we know, technology we're increasing both of these right together. So uh, the answer to that is no, it won't be a Flintstones car and you won't have to pedal it. So does that answer your question? I think so. I'm just worried about uh, specifically pickup trucks because they, they need a lot of power behind them and everything. So, But that's what I was wondering. When you said automobiles, were they talking about trucks or cars? Because They a lot said of- all cars. Yeah, cars though. They're not saying trucks. That's oh, so you think it because they say cars, it's a different category. Yes, it could be either or. Okay, it's hard to say. Let me look up the story and I'll find out. Yeah, it could be either or, either or. So, um, yeah, you know, a couple cool things in automotive news. Huh, very interesting stuff. Um, a lot of stuff been going on, uh, and. 
different approach. This is the thing. We've known how to get good fuel mileage and horsepower out of engines for years. The problem is, though, technology, and what I mean by that, it, it costs money to keep getting better and better fuel mileage and keep producing more horsepower. So to keep the cars affordable, sometimes they don't push it to that limit. Correct. So, I mean, you got... I mean, how much do you want to pay for your car? You know what I mean? Because when 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 the, when the when the engineers go in there and they have to spend multiple hours of trying to figure this all out, I mean that costs a lot of money. So it is true. So a couple, I was just looking through some bulletins. Uh, Ford uh, Lincoln came out with a bulletin not to use. Uh, this is where it becomes very important to know what you're doing with things. Uh, issued for the 13 to 18 MKZs. This is why we watch all this information and know it. Uh, do not uh, use grease uh, on the hybrid connectors. It causes issues. So which other some other hybrids require dielectric grease on the connectors. So um, why dielectric grease is certainly useful for a variety of electrical connections. Lincoln advises not to use dielectric grease on 13 to 18 MKZ hybrid vehicles. Uh, SOBDMC module connectors. These connectors do not require dielectric grief. If used, it may induce a modular communication concern. These are where somebody, if you're working on something or somebody that's not qualified and they put grease on it, comes in and we get these U codes and we're like, what is this? Why? Well, I'm laughing. And then you start looking, you're like, oh, smoke. You know, well, no. Because one time I put too much grease on a connector and of course it squeezed out. So it, ba- it made an electrical path. So. Because oh, yeah. it had like an, you know how some of them tubes have air pockets. Well, it's a in it? conductor. I know, but I was pushing it out and it, oh, and it, it air pocket plopped. popped. Yeah, <laughs> when it did, all that, so I got too much in there. I had to take it back apart and clean it out really good. But it was funny because when I squished it together, I was like, I think that's too much. But I put the scanner on and had every code in it for that system. Of course, because it's They're shorting across yeah. everything. That's yeah, too much. So, um, which happens. So one of those things uh, for sure. Uh, just a cool thing. There's a couple Ford issues uh, that came out recently with exhaust sensor issues for Super Duties. That's going to be diesels, uh, catalyst sensor issues for the F-150. Um, yeah, let's see what that is because catalyst sensor issues are ones that, that, that we see come in that people uh, 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 equipped with 5.0. I think we talked about this catalyst sensor bank one. And it's usually not a catalyst problem. So if you were to replace the, uh, the, uh, um, yeah, if you were to replace the the catalyst, you'd be spending a lot of money for no reason at all. So we don't want that. Uh, auto sumpters, auto sales are slumps as buyers exit market. They say, but I don't know if they're really blaming on buyers exiting the market or the fact that there are very little cars to buy. So. What Which do you, way? What do you mean buyers exiting the market? I don't know. I didn't write the article. I, it, I can tell you, though. You I, want me to tell there's you? There's only a couple kind of ca- people that buy cars, right? I mean, you, either, I mean, you need it. You want it. Oh, here you go. March, you can't afford it. <laughs> March 30th, 2022, chip shortages and ongoing conflict in Ukraine and rising prices could spell the lowest first quarter volume in auto sales in a decade. Light vehicle sales for March could see drops of more than 24%, a decline of more than 16% in the first quarter. As new vehicle prices hit record highs, which is true, part of the shift is the loss of less affluent buyers in the market. Buyers with incomes below seventy-five are less li- are less likely to buy a vehicle than they were a year ago. Make no mistake, the market is stuck in low gear. Huh. Well, I think it's for shortage of stuff and uh, and uh, as far as chips go, plus uh, just you know shortage of vehicles all in all, all around. So it's one of the, one of those things for sure. One of those things for sure. All right. So that's uh, just uh, some good automotive stuff. We'll have some more here shortly. What are we talking about today? Belts. Belts. Yep. But let's see what Bodie's got to say. What do you got to say, Bodie? You there, Bodie? Good morning, gentlemen. You didn't fall asleep on me, did you? (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Good morning. Uh, Two things. uh, Well, three things. One is uh, this weekend is the Good Guys Delmar Auto Show at the Delmar Fairgrounds. Oh, you're right. That's right, huh? Yeah, so that's today and tomorrow, and uh, they got three big buildings you can be inside and not get wet. And secondly, the La Jolla concourse is uh, 23rd, 24th. That, that's a little pricey, and you get to see about 80 or 90 really, really top-end cars in Southern California. So Nice. 
Uh, that you yeah. did, are you talking about the Grand Prix uh, experience? What was the last no, thing? This is called the. This is the La Jolla Concourse. Dale oh, Lins. what date is that on? Today, this weekend. Uh, well, no, the Del Mar is today. The Del Mar, the Good Guys show is today, this weekend. Yes. What? What? When is the concourse? The La Jolla Concourse. Uh, twenty. 23, 24, April. Okay, and you know what else we got going on this week? Uh, April 5th at uh, um, Lexus's, uh, uh, they're doing it at Lexus Escondido, the Grand the Grand Prix experience, where they have a bunch of the Lexus Grand Prix cars and drivers there. Uh, so it's supposed to be a pretty cool, cool thing. Uh, uh, the racing is coming to Escondido just uh, four days before the Lexus racing team competes at the Long Beach Grand Prix. Uh, they're they're going to have a bunch of pro- Jack, uh, the drivers Jack Hawksworth, uh, Ben Barncote, uh, Aaron and Frankie. All a bunch of them are going to be there, and they're going to have all the cars there. Uh, so it's from f- four p.m. to eight p.m. on Tuesday, April fifth. So nice. if you and you get to sit in the cars and talk to the drivers and do all that stuff. So if you're in the Grand Prix stuff, that's a cool <laughs> thing to do too. So there's a lot of automotive stuff going on now. We're back at it, aren't we, Bodie? We actually can go in person and do stuff. So I'm just thinking uh, uh, the divorce attorney could be saying this. All my exes are driving Lexus. (laughs) All my exes are driving Lexus. (laughs) But not only in Texas. Yeah, not only in Texas. (laughs) There you go. uh, (laughs) That was good. Not not. Not for the serious part. I've got a 1997 uh, Acura 2.2 CL 4-cylinder automatic. Mm-hmm. And I went to start it the other day. And, uh, you know, I've got a, a brand-new interstate battery. It's about two, three months old. Uh-huh. Uh, I really I keep up on the maintenance. Uh, you know, I've, all the adjustments are made. The fluids are done. I mean, I'm really, really uh, anal about taking care of that. So I... I put the key on in the uh, start position and all the lights in the dash are on nothing no clicking no nothing from the motor uh, horn works headlights work i shut it off i go inside and get a cup of coffee i come about a half hour later starts right up hmm. strange one huh well sounds like a starter but i i would definitely test it <laughs> yeah so that the contacts inside those start, starter motors on Hondas are famous for that, and and what happens is they 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 from starting have burned so many times that they get pits in yeah. them, and intermittently, depending on the moisture content of the air, uh, they won't work properly. So you turn the key and you get nothing as far as that goes. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's a high possibility to be honest with you. Um, yeah, yeah. The other well, thing, I, I know you can't. Yeah, I know you can't diagnose it on the phone. I'm just yeah. getting the general uh, sense of it. Well, I'm just saying that's a very common thing on those, like Kevin said. Uh, the other thing, uh, neutral safety switches sometimes on those. They get uh, dirty? Yeah, the MP, the, the manual lever position sensors get dirty, and you may have just bumped a shifter, and now it works. Uh, you know, But it uh-huh. uh, it's probably going to happen again. Probably when you don't want it to. <laughs> Is well, it a standard? <laughs> No, it's an automatic. It's automatic, right, it's automatic. Bodie? Yeah. I was going to say, just park downhill. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember that trick. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that a few times. I actually, I actually had a girlfriend live down a steep hill. I always backed, backed the car up. Uh-huh. And in the morning, I just popped the clutch and off I went. Off you went. <laughs> you start right up. Off you, went. you know, when you're younger, you, you do things like that. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's probably going to be something like that, Bodie. Uh, interesting. Is it the original starter on that car? Do you know? No, it's, it was replaced about maybe three, four, five years ago. Back then, somewhere. Gotcha, gotcha. And them starters are like a magnet starter too, so don't be tapping on them either. It's not good for. I mean, you yeah. know, people used to like tap on their starter to see if it would start moving. Those, these, yeah, yeah. they don't like that, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you break the magnets inside of them. Yeah. Unfortunately, so. so just basically take it, take it to my shop and have them t- uh, check it out. Yeah, the problem is if it's not doing it, it's tough to to duplicate. And if you can't duplicate it, it's tough to prove that that starter's bad. I'll be honest with you. So um, they're almost yeah. going to have to experience the concern. 
Well, what I'll do is I'll just, I'll just replace the neutral safety switch. I've had the car seven, eight years and never replaced it. So I would just, as a matter of course, replace that and then have them replace the starter anyways. If, I don't, don't want to be stuck somewhere. If you do both of them, you'll probably get it covered. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Let, All let, right, gentlemen. Let, stay, uh, it's been, stay warm and dry. You got it, my friend. Have a great uh, week and be safe. Thanks for being there. Bye. 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 Take care. All right, folks. Give us a call here, 1-888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. We're talking about belts today, but we'll talk about anything automotive-related, as you can tell. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio and The Answer, San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll return right after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Still hanging out over there, aren't you? Yep, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, yesterday I sent you that picture. This is another thing, because we did talk about... Uh, what did we think, talk about? Because yesterday I sent you that thing about the spark plug. <gasps> oh, yeah. The, I, I can't think of the word... Uh, uh, knockoff or whatever you want to call it because it's not a true bosch park plug but it says bosch on it offshore fake is what it is yes so this is the thing is you can buy cheap parts that you know that are cheap but you can also buy a part you think you're buying a name brand so let, let's fill in the blanks here real quick on the thing that you sent me i, I you know what this morning i meant to ask you about that um and i'm going to pull it up real quick so what kevin is talking about is um, there was some, there was some folks, uh, uh, discussing, um, this issue that's happened with spark plugs, uh, automotive scope diagnostics guys that we talk to all the time. It's, uh, owner supplied, uh, these, well, they're Chinese offshore knockoff cheap. They're actually, um, um, we've talked about this yes. before. We did a whole show on this and, and, um, Basically, what they are is they're not made to specifications, but but they're fake, and they put AC Delco on the spark plugs or or Bosch or whatever. Correct. Yeah. In this case, it was AC Delco though, and these are ones they're actually seeing. And and what happens is the metal's not made to specification. Um. So the guy it, pinched it with pliers, and it just it, yeah, it broke in half. And that's what. So these and these spark plugs, and you put them in a car. Uh, customer thinks they're doing the right thing, and all of a sudden uh, you're you have misfire issues and weird things going on. And it all comes down to these spark plugs that should never um be used is what it is Let's and they're junk um so they're counterfeit auto parts is what they are to be honest with you yes and you go online to buy them and 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 you purchase them wherever you may you know uh and it may be through amazon and i'm not going to blame amazon for this because i know they're working extremely hard to try to remove those sellers out of their marketplace uh-huh. but they pop up like crazy is what happens so you need to be very careful who you're buying automotive rep- parts from yes if you're gonna work on your own car or buy your own parts i, I would try to stay at, at, at a reputable auto parts stores because yeah they, and there are some the, online too but i mean yeah I, I, and i'm not discouraging that but that's one of those things you got to do your homework on still you know what i'm saying you and, should know what you're buying and, and this is a weird thing i even bought a motorcycle tire like that it said dunlop on it it gets sent to me and it's another tire yeah. So, I mean, you can buy, think you're buying the right thing, too, and you're not buying the right thing. Correct. Correct. Well, you get it. Like I said, there's a lot of counter. We did a whole show on counterfeit auto parts. It's getting more and more, worse and worse, 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 worse. There's a lot of counter. And, and the problem with them is they are not made to specifications, so issues like that happen with them. You go to pull them out, and they break in two or what, whatever it may be. There's a lot of things that can happen. And this is the worst part about this. I, I mean, there's a lot of problems with this because, first of all, a guy's trying to save a little bit of money. 
and I don't mean by he's looking for cheaper parts because I don't I don't even know if these parts are cheaper. They think they're buying a quality item, but you know, let's say he he needs to save. I mean, especially in this time and age, somebody's trying to save a few bucks. They replace their own spark plugs. Now their car's running bad. It shows up at our shop. We're asking what kind of plugs you put in. You know, we're asking the basic things. So now we have to figure it out too. So I mean, there's a lot of well, yeah, because issues the, this causes. You know, the client says that they put AC Delco spark plugs in. I put it in the original spark plugs that came out of it. Yes. So, but then you come to find out no, because that a lot of people don't know any difference. So, fair warning. Like I said, be very careful on what you you're purchasing online. There are a lot of con- counterfeit parts out there. That was the thing that I wanted you to bring up this morning. So there you go. Um, that be said, uh, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group. Uh, but give us a call here at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Love to talk to you about anything automotive related. Um, the West Automotive Group consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at twenty two hundred Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and Star certified for smog. Taking care of folks in North County come this August will be thirty years. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved. Taking care of folks out there in East County for nine years. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, uh, uh, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified right there in Central San Diego. Taking care of folks for five years. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and East Gate Mall, right here in the Golden Triangle, AAA approved and star certified for smog, taking care of folks for three years over there. All of the West Automotive Group employees, along with myself, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio as we all believe in the same philosophy. That is, we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Um, stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. The West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Um, and uh, Get in and uh, ask one of my uh, managers or, or one of your service consultants uh, at our uh, facilities about that. And they can get you all signed up for it. Those are great cards to have. It's a great peace of mind. You can use a six months no interest all the time if you have one. Um, you can also take advantage of our CertiCare diagnosis. If you think you have a transmission problem... Get in, let our experts diagnose it, figure out what's going on. We see all too many times repairs done on vehicles for all kinds of things that do not fix them, and it's just a waste of money, and we got to start over at square one. So our uh, experts, automotive experts, can. the great thing about West Automotive Group is that we have transmission experts and master technicians that diagnose everything on the vehicle, so we can help you out no matter what's going on. Uh, We don't pass you on to another facility. We take care of everything in-house, so... Uh, stop in and we'll get you all taken care of. Uh, you can jump on westautomotivegroup.com to make an appointment and get in and get the vehicle looked at. Uh, we also offer a free shuttle rides tour from work or home along with low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations for you. Go to West Automotive Group and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We send out little tips and snidbits and all those things uh, that are uh, good for your vehicle and you. That's westautomotivegroup.com and you can also make all the appointments. You can also check out the Auto Man segments uh, where I'm the Auto Man for the CW and Fox uh, 5 News, uh, different times of the week. You can go straight to there, or you can uh, also click on Auto Talk Radio where we post all the shows after they're completed, um, and you can pick it up from there, etc. Or you can uh, go to uh, get the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, De- Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. Right, Brendan? Correct the mundo again. Correct the mundo, he says. That's awesome. Anyway, folks, uh, uh, we do appreciate you joining us this morning. Like I said, check out West Automotive Group. You can uh, make all your appointments, see everything about us, et cetera. Uh, Good stuff as far as that goes. Um, And we're going to have to take another break, aren't we, Brendan? He's like a monkey bouncing on the window in there. Yeah. So anyway, all right, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after this last message. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. 
on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back. Here we are doing the automotive thing once again. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio. We're talking to all things automotive. This is fun stuff. We're talking about some belt stuff, too, we're going to get into here shortly. Do you want to remind folks, the show is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. If you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com. Make an appointment at any of our four locations. We'll get you an interstate installed. West Automotive Group does not carry nor stock any other automotive-related battery than Interstate. Why? Because it is the number one technician-recommended battery worldwide. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. If you need a battery for any other need other than automotive-related, like I said, automotive-related, jump on westautomotivegroup.com and we'll get your appointment and get one in. But any other need, check them out at their storefronts at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar. Or La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate Battery, a battery for every need. You can also call their uh, phone number if you have any battery questions. 858-271-5003 here in San Diego. So good stuff for sure. What kind of battery do you have in your truck, Kevin? Interstate. Let me guess. I knew the answer to that. Um, That's because interstates are amazing. There's no question about it. So... I think the only thing I don't have an interstate in is my in that boat. Why? Because I was in the middle of nowhere when the battery went out. Oh, <laughs> so you bought what you could? I guess I you. went to Craigan or whatever. <laughs> I don't even think Craigan's around anymore, is it? No, I don't think so. They don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So many people come and go, but you went to the nearest place you could get a battery at the time on a Sunday, probably. Yes, because you're out <laughs> boating. So I'll use Craigan as the reference to auto parts stores now, uh-uh. since there's no more, anyways. No, I'm not advertising for anybody that way. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know. They might exist somewhere in the world. So. I think they got bought out by another big box company is what happened. Gotcha. So. Very cool. Very cool. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, good, good automotive stuff. Let's uh, talk here a bit about belts. You know, we talked about timing belts before. These are serpentine belts, and almost every car has these, right? Sometimes more than one. You're ready to go on My that trip, does? Oh, yeah. You're ready to go on that trip you planned for a while, your friends and family, but your vehicle has been checked and is it ready to go? Question mark. No. Today we're talking about belts and how important they are to their vehicle. I'll tell you what, you break a serpentine belt these days, you're dead in the water. You know what? I would check your pulleys more than I would your belt even because normally it's, that's what tears up belts. <laughs> well, and that's part of uh, Belts should be inspected regularly, especially on older vehicles. Uh, there's a diff on older vehicles, there's V belts and there's a different drive belt for almost every single accessory, yes. right? Most of those vehicles had three or four belts on them, right? Especially if you had AC. Well, serpentine belts like six little belts though. Cause there's six little V's in it. You know what I mean? No, but, but it's not an individual belt, but in the old, older cars that had V belts had a V belt for every drive thing. So they'd have yeah. like four separate belts on them, right? Yes. The worst thing about that is you lose one and often twanged up in the other ones and would take one or throw the other ones off or whatever could happen. And then things were nasty ropes, too, if they come spitting out. (laughs) They are. They would come apart bad. Uh, Yeah, so older vehicles, there was a different belt to drive almost every accessory on the front of the motor, i.e. alternator belt, power steering belt, AC belt, etc., and they all ran over the water pump pulley. So if you lost one belt, you might be okay for a little while if it didn't catch up in the others. Uh, newer vehicles, mo- a lot of them have just one belt, and in some cases, two serpentine belts. Like some vehicles will run a separate belt for the AC. That's what I. That's what my yep. truck's got. That, but everything else is run by one other big yes. serpentine belt. Then, which is not uncommon, and we call these serpentine belts. Now, I will tell you this: they're way higher quality than those V belts used to be, and they work way better. There's less slippage. Well, that's what they're like. Six little belts. Yeah, they're six grooves. They grab well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, and we're going to be talking about how you can tell these belts are worn, et cetera, you know, when looking at them, uh, they drive all the different accessories on the front of the motor, break a serpentine belt, and you may be left alongside the road with a broken belt and you can't use a pantyhose trick no more. Not, not on a serpentine belt. I'm sorry, but if I was in the middle of nowhere, I'd give it a shot. 
You don't, <laughs> my where thought would it was going to get me home. I'd, I'd still be out there trying to And who it. would be with you wearing pantyhose is my question. Hun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure your wife probably doesn't wear pantyhose. No, she doesn't, but. Anymore. So, especially out in the middle of the desert. She'd probably be wearing pants or shorts. <laughs> I'm thinking. So, anyway. We're tiring our underwear around it then. <laughs> they're perfect. Great. I'm big at trying to get home. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully you got a AAA card. You might need that. Uh, so what should you look for in a belt? Can you spray something on a belt? That's always a terrible idea to put things on a belt. Dressing stuff is not... It doesn't work. Because it alters the rubber. It's, if you are you have a belt making noise, there's something wrong. We either got a tensioner going bad, an idler pulley going to bad, the belt's worn out, there's something you, wrong. You know what? The belt dressing is kind of like uh, the stop leak stuff that you put in like transmissions or engines because it alters the seal... Well, it does stop the leak for a couple days, mm-hmm. but then it goes back to normal again, and then the seal's even worse than it was. So for, the belts are the same way. When you put that stuff on there, the rubber's even worse. It's a very temporary fix. Yes. And it can also affect a new belt when you put it on there because it's hard to get it all out of the grooves. So don't put it on there. It's a terrible idea. But the point to this is belts, things to look at. Um, you know, you could see visual wear on belts by appearance, things like uneven rib wear, like chunks chunk pieces chunks are coming out of the belt abrasion on the back side of the belt where like it's eaten into the rubber and you can start to see the material of the belt because uh belts weave through the engine pulleys and some pulleys run on the back side of the belts some pulleys run on the front side of the belts um so it wears on both sides and they're at quite high tension these belts are now a normal wearing belt the only way to check it is how depth deep those little grooves are right yes because material continually comes off this belt is last the one thing about these belts is they surely last you know uh v belts used to have an issue where they might what what will we get out of thirty thousand miles out of a v belt maybe yeah they like to glaze really bad too. they did well they just didn't have a lot of surface to grab so they would glaze and wear out and start squeaking and making noise stuff like that so uh, serpentine belts, though, a lot of times you can get up around eighty to 100,000 miles out of them, right? I, I want to say that's probably normal yeah. nowadays. Yep, yep, for sure. So um, just the thing is they need to be inspected properly. And like Kevin said, the big thing is not just the belt, but the idlers and tensioner pulleys and all the pulleys that the belt rides on to make sure we're not having bearing failures, things like that, that can cause uh, issues with the belt. The tensioner's not tensioned enough, therefore allowing the belt to slip and wear. Those are always problems, too. So uh, we want to make sure and, and keep a, a good eye on the belts. Uh, put a professional eye on them regularly. Check the depth of the grooves on it. Make sure the belt's not prematurely wearing out. And in doing so, you probably will never have a belt problem if you keep an eye on it, right? Hopefully. <laughs> well, it's the best solution. Yes. I can tell you that straight up. So... Um, just a couple things about belts. So, I mean, there's not a ton to this. It's check the belts, check the idlers, check the pulleys, check the tension on it. Make sure it's not wearing too deep in the groove and stay on top of it. Different things can cause belts to wear, though, such as getting, like, if you're in a sandy environment, belts will wear out quicker. You pick up sand and it gets all up inside of them and things. Uh, rock, gravel, stuff like that just destroys them. Uh, oil leaking on a belt. Bad destroys it it's rubber and this rubber is not made for oil at all it's not like a seal uh so it it will swell and cause issues and and start to fall apart for sure uh so we want to avoid that too um but uh you also look at for the uh the rib side of the belt of cracking which shows air uh, that the belt started to uh disintegrate and wear out um high temperatures uh stress have been around the pulleys just wear and tear so these things we're looking for you know as far as that, uh, and then misalignment. Misalignment often comes when you get a tensioner or idler that's worn out or something's not right on the vehicle. So those are my suggestions for belts these days. All right, folks, one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Anything you want to add, Kevin, uh, when, when it comes to belts? Belts, <laughs> I, I, we we belts. Just covered uh, most, I mean, most of it right there. So, I, I'm, I mean... Yeah, the only thing I was thinking is misalignment, but I don't, you know, I don't see many cars coming in with anything misaligned like used to. It used to come in and somebody put a new alternator or something on a car, and it would be like way out or something. But I, I haven't seen that in a long time. 
True. Not very often. Uh-uh. Well, the cars today, most folks aren't working on them unless you really know what you're most doing. Most cars don't have all the shims and all that stuff they used to have up there neither. You know, Correct. it's like they got it down now. Some of they... it used to be a pain. Ugh. Yep. Well, uh, yep. So outside of belts and in, in uh, more automotive uh, news that uh, I like to talk about all this stuff, I get these really great things that uh, for the auto service professional, just reminders of things. Um, another good reason to have your vehicle service, just the oil change by a quality facility, uh, Dodge Ram trucks have been having a, a U-joint issue. Uh, due to the lack of proper maintenance failures, the U-joints have occurred on some 2011 to 18 heavy-duty Ram front drive shafts, double carden universal joints. Double carden, what that means is two joints with a center joint uh, in between it with a wobble, with a wibble. They're made for the things that aren't in line. Yeah. That's why they use the Cardiff. Yeah, uh, the carden. Uh, Cardiff is, is over in San Diego. This is a carden. How do you know they didn't name it after that joint? <laughs> no, it's a Cardan joint, C-A-R-D-A-N. Uh, this applies to four-wheel drive vehicles equipped with a manual shift on the fly transfer case or electronic shift on the fly transfer case. And what's happened is oil service facilities, uh, if you do any quick lube, things like that, 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 they're not hitting this thing. The reason why they're not is there's so many uh, vehicles now that have no greasable joints that you really need to know what you're looking for and make sure that you hit anything that has a Zert fitting. And that's what uh, those uh, fittings are called that take uh, take the grease uh, in. They're called Zert fittings. So very important uh, as far as that goes when it comes to uh, uh, keeping these grease so they don't fail. So that if there's a Zert fitting there on any vehicle, no matter where it is, front ends, ball joints, et cetera, it needs to be... Uh, uh, addressed and, and lubed regularly during service. Otherwise, you end up with a problem like these. And let me tell you, to replace these carden joints is not cheap, and it takes a bit of work. So as far as that goes, uh, very, very important stuff. So just a recommendation. That's one of the things uh, at the West Automotive Group we're very good about is making sure that uh, qualified technicians looking at your vehicle and servicing it properly. So anyway, let's see if there's anything else in here. Oh, there's a Chevy fuel in the crankways. A whiny Cadillac is normal. That's a Bulletin. Great. So if you want a whiny car, buy a Cadillac. Some good stuff. Anyway, all good. Uh, once again, uh, I do want to remind you that they are throwing, that Lexus Escondido, they are throwing the um, Grand Prix thing on uh the april 5th which is this coming tuesday from 4 p.m to 8 p.m go check it out it's good stuff if you like race car stuff you can get to sit in the race car they won't let you start it but you can sit in race car talk to the drivers etc these cars are pretty cool the technology that goes into these race cars these days is amazing so good stuff there as far as that goes all right let's grab uh, larry and Oceanside. good morning larry how you doing doing well how about you my friend good Mercedes S550, 2013. Mm-hmm. Is it common for the SAM, I don't know what that stands for, and a battery to go out at the same time, a three-year-old battery? Um, well, if the it's not common, but it, um, we do see batteries fail, but are they saying that the battery took the SAM out? Not necessarily, just that they both failed at the same time. Huh, Yeah. Um, not that I've seen as far as that goes, um, both of them, but, uh, anything can happen. Got it. As far as that goes, did that just happen to your vehicle? Uh, yes. A couple of weeks ago. Gotcha. Gotcha. Got it all straightened up now. All straightened up. Yeah. So that's a glass map battery in that vehicle, I believe. So, um, it was an interstate. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and a lot of manufacturers now, when you're talking about batteries, have gone to the glass mats. But uh, you know, so they're not they're not that cheap a battery, huh? Uh, no, it was it not inexpensive for sure? Yeah, correct, correct. Yep. So, not uncommon. Uh, but back on the road now, right? All working. All right, perfect, man. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for the call, Larry. Have a safe weekend. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye, Kevin. Bye bye. Anyway. Yeah, uh, the SAM mod- module is is the the uh, charging and, and battery. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for on on those? Uh, the logic module for it. Oh, okay. basically, yeah, that's the best way to put it. So, as far as that goes, good stuff. Um, 
And usually that module doesn't fail, but, you know, anything can happen as far as that goes. So, uh, Even modules that don't normally fail do fail time to time. Yeah. Because I, I still see things like, I, I'm like, I've never seen that before. Well, anything can, <laughs> yeah, but anything can happen in any situation, yes. such as like, you know, uh, a uh, the bad, the glass mount battery shorts out on that bad boy and takes the module with it or whatever it may be. So anyway, good stuff. All right, folks, one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. We probably get one more in here if uh, give a shout in as far as that goes. Um, we do appreciate your calls and y'all being part of the show. It's always good. Well, let's see what else do we have going in automotive news. I love all the automotive news. There's so much going on now with uh, cars and everything else uh, with us. Uh, oh, here's a good one that I want to. So Tesla is no longer eligible. Uh, for the uh, California EB, EV rebates, as far as that goes. March 29, 2022, new Tesla purchased in California no longer be eligible for the state's rebates for electric and non-polluting vehicles. Why? Oh, I gotta get there. I'm okay. getting there. You need to relax for just a minute. According to the report from Forbes, recent price hikes by the automaker have pushed all of its models past the upper limit of the state's rebate program. There you go. There's why. Caps eligible new cars at forty five thousand and crossovers at sixty. Tesla's Model Three sedan now at forty six nine nine zero, and the Model Y crossover starts at sixty two nine. After those increases, Tesla CEO Elon Musk in a tweet last month said the increased price for materials and shipping were the primary cause. So they have a cap the most a car can cost when you buy it to uh-huh. fall into that, and now those costs cost more than that because they had to raise the prices because of of which the price is going up on everything. So that's what I'm like. I, I, dude. So anyway, that that the car is not eligible anymore for uh, the California EV rebates, which they used people used to apply for. So that just sounds like I don't know. That just this is the thing. Just because you paid a lot of money for your car doesn't mean you shouldn't be. Because there's all these EVT or all these uh, EVs. I know EVs out there. Just because you bought a higher end one doesn't mean you shouldn't get a rebate for it. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't matter which one you bought. You should go to get the rebate for it. <laughs> I think part of that was set up to try to keep the manufacturers to keep the prices low. Is plain and simple. It's not to penalize the person buying well, it. And I get that. But the point is you get to a point where if you're going to build a quality car. And I don't mean you're not going as high as Bentley. I, I get that. But I mean. I don't think you, Bentley has an EV. Well, I'm sure <laughs> they do. But you got to pay for it, I'm sure. Um, the thing is, though. And, and Tesla is. I mean. Tesla, yes, might be a little bit higher in, but it's not. It's still a Chevrolet or a Pontiac. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not like it's not a Bentley. You get what I'm saying? Well, tes- so- Tesla is the one that came. I mean, their technology is different from everybody else and the thing that they do. But they they really were the starting trend of the EV vehicles for sure. So give the guy. <laughs> well, it's not him. It doesn't affect him. But no, if you purchase the no, things, yeah. I don't mean but Elon. They, but they I mean, might change the law, Kevin. Don't get excited. No, I just, I'm just telling you that as of right now, you don't get that if you're going to buy one. So I apologize for bringing you stressful news. You can calm down. <laughs> it's okay. I want to talk about more about spark plugs. GDI engines are creating unique spark plug challenges, which is... Uh, uh, so starting in the 2010s, the use of gasoline direct. So GDIs are gasoline direct injected vehicles. It's right. It's where the injectors in the combustion chamber, yes. just like a diesel. It strays right in there. Just like a diesel. Yes. Whereas before we used to have port injection that was in the intake manifold runner right before the intake valve outside the combustion chamber. Correct? Yes. Okay. It, so, all, all that injector is, though, is it just mystifies the fuel. I mean, it's a really high... It's high pressure. Well, it's not but it has that. to be because it's in a combustion chamber. I was going to say high technology, though, because yeah. it can atomize the fuel and turn it into a mist, or not even a mist. It turns it into a vapor before it hits the piston. Of course, yes. It's what happens. Uh, this trend makes it cri- criti- cri- critical to understand how to identify these engines as well as how to recommend the proper spark plugs for them. GDI engines feature a high-pressure fuel spray located directly in the combustion chamber, like Kevin was discussing. Their spark plugs need to have a more focused ignition compared to an indirect injection, which is true. You put a non-GDI spark plug in a GDI, you'll have problems uh, as far as that goes. So, uh, do, do, do. so the mixture, air fuel mixture into a pre-chamber before entering the main combustion chamber, which is true. Auto parts stores and service shops can easily 
earn trust by setting up customers with quality spark plugs. Of course they can. In 2018, GDI engines made up more than 50% of the new vehicles in the U.S., which is true. And you know why? Because with the GDI, you get better performance, right? Yes. You get higher performance. You also get better fuel mileage because yes. you get a more adequate burn. Uh, we're heading right into the stoichiometric, which we're trying to do, trying to do with air fuel ratio. And, uh, you know, as far as that goes, um, we, uh, it's just better quality of a vehicle for sure. The only downfall on these is if you put the wrong parts on them and if you don't uh, clean the combustion chambers and carbon off the valves regularly, you will end up with drivability problems. So once a year, a GDI cleaning on those is imperative. Not, and now that now that these these engines are getting more and more, it mm-hmm. makes me wonder if they're going to get this down where you don't have to do the, so much cleaning. and You know what I'm saying? Well, carbon is always not your friend at well, the I end know, of the day. They so. figure out a way for the engine to do it itself is what I'm saying. I mean, not that the – you're always going to get carbon. It might. And we figured out a way to clean uh, on converters on diesels, right? Regeneration. Yes. yes. So they may regenerate the cylinders every so often and maybe come up with something like that. Although it's not environmentally friendly, I'm going to tell you now. Anyway. <laughs> All right, folks. We do appreciate you joining us here for Auto Talk. Auto Talk Radio this morning. He cuts me off right in the middle when I'm talking. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan. Anyway, <laughs> he just did a thumbs up. He's a character. We like Brendan being our producer. We're going to keep him, so uh, he has no choice. Stay. <laughs> but uh, San Diego and everybody else out there, we appreciate you joining us this morning, tuning in and listening. Uh, they allow us to do this because you listen in and you're part of the show. We appreciate your calls, too. Um I need everybody to keep the rubber side down, the shiny side up, especially here in San Diego this morning. It is raining out there a bit, so uh, let's be cautious. Slow it down just a little bit. Be nice to your neighbor that's driving next to you. Be a friend. Yes. But uh, everybody be safe. Tune in. We will be back next week. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, 1170 San Diego at 96.1 AM. FM, sorry for that one. We'll catch you next Saturday. Bye. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.